Wednesday, and we all know what that means. It's time for spoiler alert, and I'm sorry to say that Jake and Elwood did not get to the end. Oh, God, I misread my thing. Jake and Elwood, <laughs> in the end, got sent right back to jail. My name is Jeremy Legui, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Sonia and Sean. Hey. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going this week? Great. How are you? Good. I'm good. Today, we are going to talk about one of the biggest things in movies, and that is funny movies. Comedy. On spoiler alert. The radio show for people who enjoy movies and talking about listening about talking about movies. Exactly. Exactly. Guys, what's your favorite comedy movie? Well, Jeremy, that's like asking a fish what its favorite kind of water is. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you. <laughs> Which actually, like, a lot of fish would probably They'd be able like, to answer fresh that. water, salt water. <laughs> yeah, they would know. Yeah, they would I, say. I don't think there's many fish that can go back and forth between fresh and salt, Sean. Um, there are sort a of a, just catfish. A flip flop. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> back to the uh, Welcome to today. Catfish Podcast. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a difficult question to answer is the thing. You got, uh, give me one of your top five. So, so I'm going to say, like, Monty Python obviously was formative to many of my sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Bridesmaids has to be in there mm. just because, for me, it was an iconic moment of, like, oh, women can be in these kinds of movies, like didn't get to see a lot of that beforehand um yeah those are a couple airplane mm-hmm. planes trains and audio automobiles uh, audio uh, yeah. uh, audiobiles <laughs> audiomobiles I think, I think we've all had quite a long week this week and we're feeling a little sleepy it has been a shockingly weird. long week which is why it feels nice that this is a bit of a a low ball episode. <laughs> yeah, low ground. Well, that's it for spoiler alert today, folks. So, <laughs> Sean, um, favorite comedy movie? So I'm going to talk. I think a lot of my favorite comedies that I was thinking about are like just like old classics. Um, I, there's not many from the past decade or even two. <laughs> but um, one of my favorite films is a little film called Clue. Oh, um, which nice. is a 1987. It's star. It has so many things that I enjoy, which is madcap shenanigans, um, a star-studded cast. Basically, it feels like it should be a stage show. Like they <laughs> they have like three rooms, and there's not very many characters. Um, and it's got my probably one of my favorite actresses of all time, Madeline Kahn, amazing as, as Mrs. White, uh, which you've probably all seen gifs and videos uh of her doing the iconic flames uh and lime <laughs> um and like leslie ann warren eileen brennan tim curry are all just running around in a very <laughs> hysterical uh <laughs> physical play and also just i think it was I put it off seeing it for so long because it sounded really stupid, actually, like based off of a, the board game. Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, thank you. But really? how wrong I was. So wrong. So, so wrong. wrong. So uh, wrong. The first so time wrong. I watched Clue, I was very upset is not the word, but I was very confused because of the alternate endings. And they, in the end, they do sort of like, this is what actually happens. But at the time, I was like, what, what's happening? Which... Am I am I going to be left to decide this? Am I? I well, don't know what's happening. Somebody, yeah, it's great. one of my neighbors had a VHS copy that was just one of the endings, <gasps> which I was confused by. That's which ending wild. was it? Uh, I don't remember, but I was like, oh, there's 
it ends like three times. And I thought that was just part of the film. I didn't know that some of them were released. Oh my god, I didn't know what that. What if either. they just released like all the different combinations of endings? Like like uh, ev- ev- there's a three endings and each third movie is one of the or endings. Or maybe yeah, there's like, like 20 the endings and they just release <laughs> yeah. three each one. There's uh. Mrs. White with the rope in the people arguing about how the librarians. <laughs> this is ridiculous. For some reason, I can't decide if our volume is good, so send us a tweet if <laughs> tweet, it's bad. Tweet, tweet us if it's if bad. We're quiet. Tweet or I loud. think it was too loud, and now I think it's good, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you I guys, forget how this is a little works. glimpse from behind the curtain. Yeah, addressing things on the air this episode. Yeah, yeah this whoops, is the, sorry. Um, <laughs> the Wizard of Oz situation. <laughs> I think my favorite comedy, to bring it back, yeah, what's yours? I, I think it's The Big Lebowski, Oh yeah. which mm-hmm. is tragically destroyed on um t- on TBS or any cable thing oh, where they edit all the swears and Why really you- just change absolutely everything that's going on. Why even play it? It's yeah, what's true. The point? I still watch it and I still enjoy it. But uh, the Big Lebowski, Jeff Bridges, I would almost say it's a like a a crime movie. Yeah, like you a know, a, almost a who done it. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert, nobody did or she did it to herself. Yeah, yeah. that's what happened. Did they bleep him or do they try to make him say a different word they 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 take it out so for example in a specific car scene where uh one character is beating up another person's car they dub it to this is what happens larry this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the alps (laughs) (laughs) and i cannot say what the real line is when you meet a stranger this is what happens larry this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. I'm going to use that in my real life. Um, that's like, um, I saw the snakes on a plane, like, for, for television, uh, you know, redub. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I've had enough of these. Oh, what was it? It was like, <laughs> um, monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make any Which, sense. It though. really doesn't, but. Jeez. I'm sure they could fight a monkey. <laughs> I think mine's airplane. Just for sheer, like, laughs per second. Yeah. It's oh, just absolutely crazy. It is an onslaught. It just makes me so happy. It's just the joke per minute is insane. Yeah. The JPM. JPM. The JPM is, and it's so incredibly quotable, and it's, like, it's so ingrained in pop culture that you kind of have to look, watch it again to be like, this is, like, the... The beginning of someone making this joke. (laughs) It's not just like a tired old hack. Yeah, because some of it has become hack now, but it's like because it was so iconic and groundbreaking. Yeah, it's true. It's like, um, I think you, this is, I'm going to segue myself, but later I think you have a question that's like, what's your favorite uh, joke from a movie? Let's get into it. Let's do that right now. And I think that mine is just like, don't call me Shirley. Yeah, I was just about to say. Because it's like, it's so simple and it's so like, I guess like lame to maybe to even bring it up, but it's so, so funny. And I remember having just like the moment where I processed it took several moments to figure out what happened. I was a child. And then just like <laughs> laugh, 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 laugh. Yeah. And laughed for the rest of my life because it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, when I watch Airplane, I still think everything is funny. I don't, there's there's nothing that really falls flat, even though I know that the inflatable pilot is coming. Yeah. I, st- I still... <laughs> Literal art. Whoo, <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was uh, Sorry. To answer my question that Sean pointed out, my favorite movie joke, and this 
I don't know if it's a joke, but I think it's because they use it so many different ways is in Groundhog Day when mm-hmm. he wakes up because sometimes it is so sad and he is so defeated. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, he's he's won the day when he gets locked up in jail. But uh, it is kind of hilarious to have every single punchline be the same thing. Yeah. And to still make it work all those different ways. Yeah. Uh, it kills, it, it gets me every single time. I have trouble picking one favorite well, what's, what's joke. It'll surprise favorite? you to learn. Um, but one of my favorites, like something that just makes me laugh so hard every time, is in Bridesmaids when um, Kristen Wiig's character uh, took a sleeping pill uh, or like a Valium maybe on the airplane. They're traveling to the, the bachelorette party in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then her nemesis uh, gives her like a huge glass of scotch and tells her to shut it down. So, and they're all in first class. Um, and she couldn't afford to be in first class and refused to... Um, like take have someone else pay for her ticket so she's in coach and she like sneaks up to first class like high and like, she doesn't under sneak the she just goes up there she just walks up yeah. there wearing a pair of sunglasses <laughs> and then just all of her interactions with the flight attendant make me laugh every time like he tries to get her to leave several times and then she reads his name tag and she's like stove what are you an appliance and it's like not funny but it is so but it funny, is funny. And then she pretends she's an, a Hispanic man's wife. And <laughs> herself Mrs. Iglesias. <laughs> it's, it's so tough. Just a, Break it up has, in, in has, studio, has it? She has some good curtain <laughs> curtain action. <laughs> Her curtain play. I like a good Few physical. people use the curtain. Really yeah. make use of the curtain. I would say I miss, I miss the physical comedy of classic comedy films. Hmm. I feel like it's not as popular anymore. But it could be wrong. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I think that's true. I also Slapstick. tried. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't not watch it because I didn't like it. I just stopped because I was. It was busy times. But I started watching um, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, it's so uh, good! It's so good. And Cary Grant is just like a real genius, and he is running around so hard. With he's those long, gangly he's limbs. mugging. He's got gangly legs he's yeah. tripping over chairs he is that is just so good and also i don't know like that also is very play-like and i don't mm. know if it was adapted or if they just it was made a play after oh, okay yeah. um but yeah it's amazing and i'm about halfway through but i need to just get back in and finish it because <laughs> it's very fun it's so funny he's also in a really good one from i think the I want to say it's the early 60s, um, called Monkey Business, um, with and um, Marilyn Monroe is also in that one, and he's so hilarious in that. I was kind of looking on, like, AFI's, like, 100 Years, 100 Laughs, or mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> list it was, and I think he is on it the most times, maybe wow. eight really? appearances. Wow. Yeah, because probably Bringing Up Baby would be on there as well. He's apparently a funny a funny man. Yeah, he's very funny. Bringing <laughs> Up Baby is very funny also. I haven't seen it. A lot of classics. A lot of classic films are... I like that. I like the, the kind of quippy, like, fast-moving quip, quip style humor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very articulate. Like, like people going back and forth? Yeah, like a back and forth. Banter. Wordplay. A, a, a good banter. What we call Gilmore Girls style. Oh, yeah. I'm a sucker for Gilmore Girls. Oh, oh it's a tough go, but... Yeah. 
<laughs> you, you watch Gilmore Girls at half speed, and that's, that's the show. No. Yeah, you got to. No, thank you. I think I like it because it moves at the speed my brain goes. Well, that's a little terrifying, Sonia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just my medication. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> yeah. I am addicted to coffee, but not to that degree, because that's... Oh, oh, look, that might be my least favorite joke. I despise how much she's like, I want a cup of coffee that sounds like a ball. Okay, calm down. It was cute at first. And now you're crazy. Yeah. They're just always like, we have 47 takeouts. Like, we just ate seven meatloves. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Oh, Garfield. No, you didn't. Yes, you are. Okay. Very unhealthy. I know this will be very aggravating for Jeremy because it's not a movie. Uh, Move on. You had a. Oh, no, that was for what you're watching. Yeah. Hey, what? that's not a movie. Hey, let us take our twists, our turns. Our valleys Just let and our valiums, Let the our show peaks. meander where it has to go. I do want to bring up, before we move on, that's in air quotes there, uh, every time Steve Martin complains to that uh, rental car lady in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, <laughs> yeah. I absolutely lose my mind yeah. because he is so mad at her, and he says things that I cannot repeat no. on the radio, oh, no, no, but no. it is precious. It is so funny. It makes me so happy every single time I watch it. I really, really like that. I part. could probably watch that movie every day for the rest of my life and not be upset. I think so. My wow. da- my dad said uh, when they originally watched it, it was from Blockbuster, and he was watching it with his two brothers. Classic. Two brothers? Maybe one brother. Anyway, they put it in, and they watched mm-hmm. it, and then they immediately, this is going to sound super crazy, rewound it and watched it again two times. <gasps> they two did it. more? Yeah, they watched it three times in a row two because it was times. so funny. Oh my God! Point wow. streets. What was the AFI number one funniest movie? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was um, some like it hot. Oh yeah, really? That is a good one. Yeah. It's so good. I love some like it hot. I was hot. gonna say Jack Lemmon actually when I was talking about um, physical comedy before. Mm. He he was great. I uh, my grandparents love that, and I watched it so much. I mean, how can you beat? Can you beat? Guys dressed up as ladies when it's obvious <laughs> they're not. <laughs> I, I met in a dress. It's so funny, but um, and I. It's a little like it's past the time when people were making black and white movies. Yeah. But I read it's because their makeup was very so garish, <laughs> yeah. and like Marilyn Monroe had it in her contract that she was only appearing in color movies. Yeah. But she allowed it because she saw them on camera and was like, <laughs> "It's really Lord. rough." Uh, for Jack Lemmon, uh, the Odd Couple for me. The Odd Couple yeah, for sure. Absolutely, number one. I also love. The Odd Couple 2, yeah. where they get back together. I don't even know what the span of time is between those two movies. but uh, Oh, it's amazing. It is s- such a good idea. That duo, they were so hilarious. Walter Matthau, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, they also did Out to Sea. Oh, and they Grump- also Grumpy did old man. Grumpy Old Man. So funny. Grumpy Your Old Man. Yeah. I'm Sophia Loren getting in on the action. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she fit right in there. Yeah, oh, she, she can did. hold her own. We're- She's actually very funny. Oh, no, yeah, she's hilarious. One of the things I think that's unfortunate is that beautiful women often are, like, reduced to how beautiful they are and don't get credit necessarily for how funny they can be. Uh, I would say Marilyn Monroe's in the same boat. Marilyn had, I remember reading that she had a real rough go on the set of Some Like It Hot. Like, she, because she always battled with, like, anxiety and, like, uh, addiction stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, like... I remember her um, doing 47 takes for the line, Yeah, it's me, sugar, like answering the phone. It's me, sugar. It's me, sugar. It's me, And she'd sugar. be like, it's sugar, me. It's me, sugar. Or 
it's sugar, it's me. Like, yeah. she would not get it right. And people were, like, losing their marbles. She, <laughs> and, like, she there, was having a tough time. There's a scene she... also where she is, um, I don't know why, I think she's leaving or something, or she's saying goodbye to the Shell Oil man, mm-hmm. the Tony Curtis uh, Shell Oil guy. And you can see the camera's, like, close to her, and you can see her eyes just, like, going back and forth, just reading straight from a cue card <laughs> because they're, like, she could not say any lines basically yeah. at that point what was her what was her deal she just like she would go through really great performance like peaks and then she would be just like in her trailer for like two days hmm. if if i'm not mistaken that was during her really um abusive marriage to oh no that playwright and he was so awful to her um, and she had like an acting coach that she was really like yeah that she was under very the close thumb to, of yeah but also yeah he was very controlling like she basically went from one controlling and idealizing man to another um, her whole life and um, yeah basically was destroyed uh, by the industry so that's funny mm. not, <laughs> not depressing at all <laughs> and like has never been recognized for like her mind or the fact that she was actually a really good writer um, yeah. And I would say very funny. But she is good. And struggled she, with addictions she and does mental like, health issues mm-hmm. and abuse. She does like four songs in them. Yeah. In it too, and they're all really good. Yeah. Her just breathless like running wild. Yeah. <laughs> Plugging that little ukulele. She's great. She really is. She just has that like magnetism that just pulls you right in. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my plea for forgiveness for Norma Jean. We did it. Yeah. Uh, a plea for Norma Jean. Norma Jean, <laughs> an essay I wrote in my creative writing degree. And that's not a joke. It's real. I'll Elton let you John read it is furious. <laughs> uh, that'll be published after the show on <laughs> no, our Facebook page. No, it most certainly will not. <laughs> uh, all right, next question here. What movie has made you laugh the most? Now, what I am talking about is like, so if a movie is 100 minutes long, and you laugh for all hundred of those minutes, then it's like a hundred percent. So, what movie has made you laugh? LPMs. <laughs> oh. JPMs. It was JPMs. So before. many metrics in here. Isn't it um, LPN and nerds? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> laughs per minute. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, do you guys know? Do you have any idea? Yeah, it might be Airplane, but now I was going to say Airplane's definitely close, but um, I really liked. What is one? I really liked Young Frankenstein as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say any Mel Brooks movie has me laughing almost constantly. And, yeah, Mel Brooks, like, is so good. I have, like, three Mel Brooks films on my list. Mm. Um, Blazing Saddles, probably. And also, mostly because I love Madeline Kahn so much. And she's in it so often. She, I was so sad when I was a... 13-year-old boy and learned of her passing. Oh. It was really a bummer. But she um, she's so funny. She's an untrained opera singer yeah. who just like <laughs> got her start like, <laughs> as a server at a German like Bavarian yeah. uh, like uh, restaurant. A house. And a, yeah, and a man would um, like a, a patron would always yell at her to like sing an opera and she would just like as a joke always just like belt out something and eventually she was just did it so often that she was classically really, was, trained. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um I just love how and basically any film she's in she sings. Um and in Blazing Saddles I feel like it's an Oscar winning performance yeah. as Lily von Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tired of being admired. <laughs> Let's face it, everything from the face down is kaputz. <laughs> she does great voices. Also. It's literally like three minutes. She's in it for like three minutes. And it's, 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 all. The, it's all you need. Yeah. She's in it for longer than that. She's got a couple scenes. She's got a couple, but yeah. it's I not think she, she does the performance, she does the after show uh, with the sheriff. And then she, and then there's like a clip of her later, like leading um, cowboys in a sing along. <laughs> and that's, that's like about it. I think that's true. Uh, Gene Wilder in Blazing Saddles, yeah, still. He's iconic. Yeah, no, he, that's, I would, I prefer that to Willy Wonka. Oh, without yeah. Without question. Yeah. Um, Willy Wonka's well, also Willy Wonka's not as funny. I know, but I it's think dark. I, yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> he's scary in that. Yeah. And they go through that tunnel. Oh, my God, the tunnel. Stop scaring me, Willie. I don't need to see a chicken yeah, he, get head cut off. He's great. And same with Young Frankenstein. He's so great. Oh, yeah, well. absolutely. Uh, yeah, his outrage at his name being pronounced Frankenstein. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone in that is just so serving so much. Cloris Leachman is also great. She's like... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like, don't even have a line for her, but yeah, just giggling. It's it. just giggles. What's? Did you? Oh, yours is Blazing Saddles. No, no, no. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was just, I was just weighing in. I do have an answer to this question. It's it? super embarrassing. Tell me. When I watch this movie, I just die the entire time because I think it is so funny. No one saw this coming. It is Twenty Two Jump Street, and the jokes they make in that movie absolutely kill me every single time. I don't know if you guys have seen well, you're it. You're shocked. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's weird because I've seen 23 jumps. No, wait. What? How many <laughs> no, jumps? 22 jumps. Yeah, that's, that's the second one. Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah, that's the second one oh, yeah, that's I've better. seen that one. Yeah, where Ice Cube's office is yeah. a giant ice cube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, that is funny. they do all these ridiculous things. And at the end of the movie, they keep coming up with sequels that they show. And so it's like 23 Jump Street, 24 Jump Street, 25. Ju- and it goes yeah. up to like 38. Like, it is an oh excessive amount of time. And I just remember the, like, I was like, this movie makes no sense. They're not even following any sort of plot line. But I was just laughing the entire time. It was like the first one didn't do so well. So for the second one, they just said, here's what we're going to do. Pull the rug out. Just, just you know, let's all get fired and make this ho- this movie. I was going to say this horrible movie, but, but I laugh you enjoy? I would say Wayne's World is also... Mm. In that category for me, where I'm like I'm laughing a lot, even at jokes that I've heard one thousand actual times. How do you feel about Wayne's World too? Eh. Really? Like it's. <laughs> I like it. It's just you know. Is it because the marriage of Tia Carrere and Christopher Walken is just not believable at it's all? Really not. It, it, it really isn't. It, it it literally doesn't make sense. No one watching that is like, oh no, they might get married. Nobody feels that way. Sorry, I was just thinking about... <laughs> you're both you're looking into the distance. Where did you guys go? I, I zoned out thinking about the scene where Rob Lowe's ordering Chinese food. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I've never seen you. So like like when he's like speaking it. Chinese and then he goes Pepsi Cola? Like, that's why you're laughing? <laughs> that was the thing that Wayne's World said. The, the Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> First name Wayne, second name World. The thing that Wayne said. Yes. The thing Cream. That- the cream. Oh, yes. It's the cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. We will never mention uh, Ed, Ed O'Neill in Wayne's World behind the donut shop bar. Yeah, yeah. At, absolutely one of the funniest things in the world. I would love to see a movie 
that's just him talking to the camera for two hours like that. When it gets really, really <coughs> serious. So good. So intense. Um, I, okay. So, do we think that parodies are a lowbrow comedy? Because Mel Brooks parodies everything. Yeah. He mm -hmm. like, does a western and he does like horror. And they are, and like disaster movie, and they're hysterical. But then I feel like the one of the worst comedies that you can do, that are like that exists nowadays, are like crappy parody movies mm -hmm. that basically think that the joke is their existence. Like, yeah. yeah, like like the scary movies, mm -hmm. the any movie disaster that has, movie, has movie after it in the title. Movie. Yeah, blank movie. You can be sure you shouldn't go. Although to be honest, like the first scary movie movie it's funny mm -hmm. i like like it. it's probably one of the hardest i've ever laughed at a movie on really first watch but it's also when it came out how old i yeah. was like just yeah. and it's cheap like i mean cheap you, laughs i think is a complicated thing because it's like well if you're laughing it's it's effective it's in some, to some degree and like you know what makes something lowbrow but still i hadn't i guess maybe at that age i hadn't seen uh a modern day parody that was mm. that was it was very funny I still love Anna Faris yeah, that's from that from that sh movie. Yeah, I feel like Anna Faris really and like there are some really great performances, like the Wayans. Oh, and Regina. <laughs> Regina Hall is so funny. Uh, I actually watched Scary Movie before I watched Scream. Oh, same. So, actually. so it, so it really, you know, it, it cut some corners that I didn't realize were so clever. I was like, this is just dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is just, this thing. doesn't make any sense at all. That's the thing. So many of these, so many problems here. B but yeah. uh, I think there's a lot of credit to sort of doing it first. And I don't know if there's like a 10-year timer, like in between Mel Brooks movies, where other people have some, some mm -hmm. time to make something. But uh, they got really bad as Ooh. they went on. Because Scary Movie 2 was not great. Well, I think part of it is just the sheer output rate. Like, it's yeah. just, they mm -hmm. were just making them and cranking them out because yeah. they were in high demand, I guess. It really felt like they were all just shooting all of them in the same set, just yes. right after another. Yeah. Which Wayne's brother can you get in this one? Who's yeah. around? Doesn't one of them have a new show on Netflix? Uh, I think Marlin? so, yeah. I think I it's think Marlin. It is. Yeah. It's called Marlin. Maybe. I think they're all actually doing something right yeah. now. They're pretty active again. Yeah. Busy family. Yeah. yeah. The Waynes is, is, is. They probably got some money from a family feud or something like that. <laughs> really kick-started kick that whole operation. <laughs> did you... Oh, my goodness. My memory today. I was like, did you guys answer the last question? You both did. We kind of did, yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're a, com we're a comedy trio right That's now. Really we're We've super got funny. a little bit of uh, Marx Brothers action going on here. <laughs> if you guys could wow. see in this studio right now, you would be laughing. But this is oh, a radio I'm show, shooting, so you can't. I'm shooting people in the face with seltzer from my <laughs> from my flower. I'm yeah, just... that's the thing. I vaudeville humor should be outdated, but still, that can be really good. <laughs> oh, if I hear a yakety sax, I am already laughing. <laughs> yeah. Once I watched a video of Dolly Parton at a music festival, and she picked up her saxophone and played Yakety Sax, and I was dying laughing. And then, and then someone in her band was like, "Play it!" Or no, she was like, 
I know that so well, I can play it backwards. <laughs> and then someone's like, do it then. And she's like, okay. And then she turned she backwards and oh. played it. <laughs> and I, she laid me out. It was amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> it was great. Comedy what a living unexpected legend. unexpected places is great. It really is. Even though she is. That's, I just, she's very funny. I just guy. learned oh, a whole yeah. bunch about Sean right there. That's what happened. <laughs> Nine to five is is very funny. I would say. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is funny. I think it. I think that was also in the, the top one hundred. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't talked about Lily Tomlin yet. Mm-hmm. Well, hilarious. we're gonna have to save it. Yeah. Because it's break Sorry, time Lily. here on Spoiler Alert. Sorry, Lily. Uh, we'll be right back after these brief me- messages on uh, ninety one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Well, we're back on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. You're listening to Spoiler Alert, where we expertly get to the bottom of comedy movies, uh, which is what we're doing today. However, before we get back to it, we have to do a little thing that we like to call the game. Dun, dun, dun. It's game time, people. Thanks for going bass there, Sean. That was Thank really you. good. That was really good. That was, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's a good mix. Uh, for those who don't know, the game is where I spend all week poring over lists of movies, trying to find one that these two have not seen, at which time I tell them the title of said movie, and they tell me what they think it's about, and then I tell them and all of you what it's actually about, and we all win. This movie took me literally 30 seconds to select, because no one has seen this movie except for me. You're the only one. <laughs> Today's title is Drop Dead Fred. Now, I actually used to have a roommate that loved this movie, but I have, she always just would walk into her room and say she's going to go watch it and then shut the door. And I've never <laughs> heard hide nor hair of its plot or anything. Um, so I'm guessing, I obviously it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it is about um, a man named Fred. He is a embalmer, mortician. <laughs> he, he works uh, in the death arts, and he—it's um, just the shows about all the shenanigans he gets up to in his morgue. You know, like bodies flopping out, and <laughs> you know, stepping in embalming fluid. All these <laughs> jokes, all these pranks. <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> I like how edgy that sounds. Yeah. Sounds edgy. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I think it's about um, a man in his late thirties. <laughs> late thirties, and uh, he his life has not gone to plan. Is his name Fred? No, it's not. Okay. But you know, carry on. Yeah, I'll get there. It's coming. Um, he he's like working a dead end job. He just got broken up with by his like long-term girlfriend because he's a slack <gasps> loser oh. and but he's always blaming everyone else and he blames everything that's ever gone wrong in his life on the young man who was his handsome best friend in school whose name is Fred <gasps> and so it's about him realizing that Fred was the source of all of his unhappiness and the source of all of his self-esteem issues and he tries to find Fred and he decides he's going to he's going to kill him. Oh my god. Drop dead Fred. What happens at the end? He learns a lesson. He realizes that Fred was never the problem. Um Fred looks like he has the perfect life but is actually deeply sad and unfulfilled and he realizes this and it makes him come to terms with the fact that he has to take responsibility for his own life. 
Anya. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he learns a lesson. Yes. And that lesson is that people are hard to kill. <laughs> also that. He's really bad at killing Fred people. Fred is a very he adaptive. He does a really bad job. <laughs> Sneaking away. All right. Yeah. Well, you're both close in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, Drop Dead Fred is about... Uh, a, a, it's mainly about a woman named Elizabeth. And uh, she's having some troubles in her life. And she goes home. And uh, finds her taped up Jack in the Box, which she opens. Oh no! And then her imaginary childhood friend, oh. Drop Dead Fred, pops out. I think I. <laughs> see, I... <laughs> this is one of those things where I'm like, "Have I seen this?" And uh, only she can see him. Yeah. And uh, he does. He gets into shenanigans. Who plays he... him? Is he on... uh, nobody? Oh. Uh, what? It's yeah. The, He's imaginary. The, 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 ones, a... the two is leads he... are Phoebe Cates and Rick Mayall. Rick R I K. It's, he's the only thing. This is the only thing I know him from. Is he on his spring the whole time, like in <laughs> no, a box? No, no, no. He he walks. Oh. Around, he's in a green suit. He's separate. Yeah, oh. I've seen this. I think. Yeah, and he does stuff like he steps in dog poo and then steps on his hands so that the dog poo's on his feet and then runs all over his her mom's carpet and stuff. Why does he do this? Because uh, he's uh, kind of he's the an imp. Yeah. He's impish. Yeah, oh and uh, she she needs to, Elizabeth needs to cut loose. Anyway, uh, dropped it, Fred. Hilarious. Everyone should watch it. Well, barely I have. Who's <laughs> <laughs> to say? Well, uh, this week's game is brought to you by the past week's game, which uh, many people have played. Uh, so many. So many people oh have my played. God. It was an awesome Listeners line. writing in to give us answers for the David Cross tickets. Wow, wow, wow. Of which we have selected a winner today for the film titled. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. May oh, I get on. a drum roll from my co-host? Wait, I feel like I can do some. Oh. Okay. It's just, oh, my God. do some Foley work. Here we go. And the winner is... Trent! Trent! Trent K. Ba, 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 Trent K. Won. Trent K, we will be getting in touch with you to let you know that you are the winner of the game and of the tickets to see comedy legend David Cross. Sonia, what did Trent write in All right, I'm for going the to. game? <clears throat> I'm going to do a dramatic reading here of Trent's <gasps> submission. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Thank you. A young boy is tasked with training the family's new puppy. If you want it so much, then you're responsible for it, was his parents' last word on the matter. Maybe no candidate for parents of the year, but at least they don't have to listen to Junior drone on about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Audience thinking to themselves, oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> Teaching the pup to walk on a leash, Junior is observed by aliens. The space kind. <laughs> dragging it along the sidewalk, yelling, Oh, come on! Uh. The aliens beam the boy and his dog on their mo- onto their mothership. Hijinks ensue. Dog chews a hole in the spacesuit. Oh, come oh, on! Dog poops on... Oh, sorry. I skipped. Dog knocks space food off the space table. Oh, oh come, come on. on! Dog poops on transporter pad. Oh, oh come on! Actually, that's easy cleanup. Oh. <laughs> Three months pass on the mothership, but it's an oh, instant in Earth time. Dog a little bigger but per- uh, dog a little bigger but perfectly trained. Kid wearing foil clothing and lear- having learned a valuable life lesson and having more respect for his parents. Parents clueless of the change. Oh come on! Come on! Wow. Finn. Wow. Trent. And Trent says he wanted to uh, get Trump's space force in there somewhere, <laughs> uh, but then the whole space time thing wouldn't make much sense. I guess not. Well, so, thanks so much, know, Trent. Can, Congratulations. Writers can well done, deal sir. with that. Yeah, we're very proud of you, Trent. Thank we you. will hunt you down and we'll award you touch. those tickets. We'll get them to you for have, David. For David Cross on July seventh. <laughs> July seventh at. Wow. On Connexus Art Center. Yeah, Connexus. Man, that's a good place, hey. Just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Why are uh, we getting paid to 
promote them. We certainly aren't. Moving on. <laughs> we'll tell you later. Guys, oh. do you think that there are amazing movies that don't get recognition because they are funny? And I am like, specifically pointing at why are there no funny movies at the Oscars? Oh. Because that is not... If you make oh. a funny movie, it's not happening. I misread this question. I well, okay. So I thought see. you just phrased it weirdly and you meant like what movies don't get recognition for being funny. But what you're saying, but you are sort of saying that, but yeah, no, different meaning. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't funny movies get Oscars? Well, both both ways. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about both things. Yeah. Why, why why are funny movies thought of as lesser inherently? That's the that's the yeah, question. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, because I, I think of I think of a movie like Burn After Reading, mm-hmm. and I think it is so funny and so clever. Or Fargo. Yeah, and there's so many things moving on. How? I wouldn't call Fargo. Okay, this is what is interesting because I was just talking about this. Yeah, I stole this from Sean. Yeah, you did. Uh, But that's okay. We're a team. (laughs) Fargo was also on the top 100 funniest movies. And I was shocked at that because it is funny, Mm -hmm. but it's not a real laugh out loud. It's quite dark. Yes. It's very macabre. I like dark, dry humor, though. I know, but there's not not a ton of humor. Maybe. Nope. Uh oh, the sirens are. They're coming for us. The sirens are coming. We gotta go. You can't just Cohen, give those tickets to Trent. The Cohen brothers force is coming after us. Yeah. I was trying to do a Foley work, but I don't think it came through. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do like a door slam thing, but no. It was good. Um, um, do you have an example of this, Jer? Yeah. Uh, the, the main one I had was Burn After Reading. Because mm. I, I think that was pro. Well, that was definitely movie of the year, the year that it came out. And there are all the Oscar-nominated movies, but it was not—it was not one of them, unless I'm mistaken. Am I mistaken in thinking that? Oh, I don't know if I can say this movie title on air. Inglorious. Oh, Bastard. Bastard. I think I can swear in French, right? Um, that was. I feel that got some acclaim, did it not? It did, but that's not also very funny. I would say it's quite funny, and although very dark and. Oh, it is. About the Holocaust, but when they're <laughs> when those Amer- when the when the Jewish American soldiers are pretending to be Italian, that is mm-hmm. funny. hilarious. Well, uh, this so this is where the the line has to be drawn. Mm. We probably should have done this to start. Can a serious movie have funny parts? And yeah. I think it can. Of course, yeah. Because I don't think all of these Marvel movies are comedies. Yet some of them are very funny. Yeah, that's true. It's like in Titanic, it's a big tragedy, yeah. but there's some very funny parts. Man hitting a propeller. <coughs> that's some fully work. That that's funny. That's the funny I part. I was going to say Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> New money Kathy Bates. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Brown. <laughs> oh, of course. Gracious. No, just that violent propeller death. That's the well, thing because it, it was, what was that, what's that scream? The you know, like the that classic screen. It's like, um, it's like, <laughs> like, like, a, you know, like, like a that, Wilhelm scream. Yes, the yeah. Wilhelm scream. It's like something like that. It's not. Well, I'm not doing great. I'm not known for my fully work. Despite this is why we need to have drum roll. clips. Let's we should have we're working clips. towards. Someday we'll. But have we would clips. have had to plan for that. Yeah, I, for I you didn't, to need to do a Wilhelm scream. I didn't tell anyone I would be doing a Wilhelm scream. That was a secret. I feel like you'd have that one sort of loaded constantly. What oh, about, I would definitely put that anytime. What about something like like Wes Anderson movies are critically acclaimed and while dark are often very funny, like something like Grand Budapest Hotel. 
Uh, very funny. It's true. I think, well, here's, here's how I'm going to play this, which is not fair. But I'm gonna, I think that the best directors, like the really good ones, the best writers, the best directors, really can play with and balance out the funny moments with the serious For ones. Because sure. I think of like Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and I think there's funny things, there's very serious things. It's kind of this weird journey. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. As opposed to, I'm going to make this funny movie. You know? It's it's sort of the difference between, like, scary movie would be like a burger, like a McDouble. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a Coen Brothers movie might be a, a steak. This is the most pretentious but thing even, I've ever said but on the show. But then again, so you're, but you're also, like, perpetuating mm-hmm. this very question that we're asking. Mm-hmm. Like, I think wow. we have these same concepts of, like, low and high brow. Which right. Which is interesting. But uh, even the the highest brow comedy still is below the the worst drama movie. Yeah. In the I guess in the Oscar. Well, way even of if thinking. you think about like um, the Golden Globes, the way they separate it as like best drama and best musical or comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Get Out last year was nominated as a best comedy. musical or comedy. Yes. Yeah. Right, absurd, but even even horror movies don't get the yeah what they should genre. I think it's genre like genre yeah. is mm-hmm. a problem because you get it's like you get pigeonholed almost. Mm-hmm. I'm actually just looking at the Coen Brothers list here, and they did No Country for Old Men, then Burn After Reading, yeah. and then A Serious Man. Oh, and, A Serious Man. Yeah, good. and I wonder we didn't talk about that in our queer movies episode. Didn't. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Didn't want to. <laughs> How about <laughs> I, that? We're gonna like have to. It. We're gonna have to talk about it in queer too. Um, Queer. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Queer movies. Electric Boogaloo. Sorry, go on. No, let's, let's continue. But, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think if there's anything funny in No Country for Old Men. That was my, that was what uh, I was trying to remember. That haircut. <laughs> I was Hello. just about to say that, John. Thank you. Do you think, what's wrong with this haircut? Uh, um, it makes Javier Bardem look insane which is uh, it's, it's hard yeah. to do it's it hard would, to make him that was handsome. the whole point <laughs> i know i know that he know. was a scary man but anyway all right well i'm gonna ask this next question because yeah, i really want to talk it. about it we only have a little time uh, yeah that's okay so uh, keep talking on 91.3 fm cjtr regina community radio Excellent. guys have some comedy movies taken it too far and i want to talk specifically about borat i feel like <gasps> we should just be talking about sasha baron cohen yeah that's probably his his more his more recent movies have steered away from that because really bruno and borat were the two where he did the, the dictator thing. was the did he dictator. do it there too or wasn't it that wasn't, just a written movie well it was written it was I written think it but it's also elements. outrageous yeah and it's also still outrageous because well but the because in bruno they he went out as the character and yeah, they filmed him right it's like and, the allergy style yeah and people thought it was legit same with borat and then well yeah this one this one you about. said Bo- bruno okay well, I meant Borat. Oh, sorry. Sasha, wow. come up with different first letters. Hands around right? each other's throats right now. God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, it's hilarious though. But uh, did you guys laugh when you watched Borat? Oh, uh, no. But did I laugh? I don't remember watching Borat that much. But did I laugh while watching Bruno? Yes. Was my stomach twisted into four thousand knots? Also, yes. In a good way or no? Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, like oh, it's just so it's so hard because like literally he's like sitting with like three 
homophobic hunters. And he's yeah. like, which one of us is the carry? <laughs> and yeah. they're like, I'm not a carry. Some of it is that he puts himself in these situations where they're such anxiety. Dangerous. And like, like when he meets a terrorist. Yes. Remember he, that? I do. In, in Borat. He meets a terrorist. Does he? Yeah. I don't remember this at all. Or really he goes into, at the end of Bruno, he goes into a cage match. Yes. Like in a terrifying, oh. redneck, homophobic place. And then he starts making out with the other contestant. And yeah. people are losing their minds, like rip, ripping their hair out, like throwing chairs. And <laughs> My Heart Will Go On is playing over it. And it is a really epic, amazing scene, but I also was basically, like, melted in my seat. Yeah, he's, I was like, he's, this is terrifying. In an interview I saw with him, mm -hmm. he said that was actually the most scared he ever was, doing any of the dumb stuff he's done. Because they're just, like, the sheer volume of angry homophobes who, like, he was like, the cage was not there. Like, the cage was there to keep them away from me. <laughs> and but that's the thing, is, like, he does take it too far, and I think he could... I think there are moments where he could be a lot smarter with mm. some of his material. Like, some of it just feels... It, it's. I feel like it's very of its... It was very of its moment in mm. terms of just being, like, inflammatory. Like, just, it just, just it's just, like, trolling. Do you think incarnate. it's... Do you think it's over, then? Do you think, like, well, like Borat 2 is going to come out and flop? Oh. I don't know, because I think, in some ways, internet culture has sort of taken that and, like, really run with it. Mm -hmm. Ew, internet culture, I'm sorry. I just yeah. said that. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I see. Um... But some of it, like, the, I feel like the stuff that he does right where he's very much is, like, criticizing bigotry and systems. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of that, like, American criticism, I feel like, was so smart. And some of that really did make me laugh when it came out. Um, I have a very funny story that my parents are going to be so mad at me for telling on the Sorry, radio. Mom and Dad. Um, Don't um, listen, Don. We were in to continue. Minneapolis when <laughs> I think I was about 17, and so my brother would have been 11 or 12. And my parents both think and thought, I don't know about currently, but thought that Sasha Baron Cohen was very funny. And we were all going to a movie together, the four of us, including my brother, who's about six years younger than me. So my parents took me, who's about 16 or 17, and my brother, who's 11 or 12, to see Bruno. Ooh. together as a family and that was a scarring but hilarious you experience. guys stayed the whole time hey yeah really gotta get that value i think that. they were so embarrassed they like couldn't leave they're like <laughs> we're not going to put <laughs> our tail between move. our legs we can't be the ones that leave <laughs> they couldn't move they were shamed by some teens <laughs> for, <laughs> having, <They> yelled, <laughs> for having my brother there yeah. Those teens were right. They were right. Honestly, I also was sitting behind a family at it and I was Ooh, that's and I was ideal. I had an eye like on, it, it, on the children. The, the Stephen King. Movie. Yeah, oh. I was like this is uh, I'm not doing great. This child is probably not loving it. But I guess if you want to see a movie, you want to see a movie. I would say for me a lot of like Rob Schneider films or uh, like Bucky Larson. That you, that you really like these movies? <laughs> these are no, your favorite, I feel like movies. Those favorite movies. Those like those are like too too dumb. Well, let's too get far. let's get into it. What's the worst type? Like, what are the worst movies? I think Bucky Larson, maybe. Yeah, I've not watched it. it looks it's, terrible. I Actually, I think the movie that I have sworn I will never watch and have not yet seen is the Love Guru. <laughs> no, oh, I, that's the I one. Watch, I watch that. I watch it. No, it's Jack and Jill. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I refuse to watch that. Do you know? It looks so bad. I have a I have an Adam ache Sandler. in my body to watch Jack and Jill. <laughs> 
I don't know if I can. Ooh. I think it'll make me cringe too hard. Oh, I think it'll make me cringe out a window. <laughs> I'll just Basically, fly backwards. Anything Adam Sandler's made since 1997. Uh, some right of the, the some window. of the stuff has been okay, actually. There was one that Happy Madison produced. What was it called? Grandma's Boy. It was very funny. He's not in it, but it's mm-hmm. like everybody else. Yeah. And then um, the Sandler Universe. What's What's the one they did on Netflix with David Spade, where David Spade's the main character and he fakes his death? Oh, that was good. Actually. Yeah, it was. I it do was love right. David Spade. Yeah, uh, I forget. But. Um, yeah, that's that's how good this movie was. We don't know what it's called. That's yeah. <laughs> but um the do-over or something? No. Yeah. I think that's Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not Joe Dirt. About... I love that Joe movie. Joe Dirt. Oh, Joe does Dirt. Does it hold up though? Maybe some classics. What about Joe Dirt 2? <laughs> I haven't seen that. Even dirtier. <laughs> dirtier than Dirt, ever. Dirtier Joe. Um I want to talk about what I think is the worst movie of all time. Yeah, tell us. Uh I think I've talked about it on the show before. It's movie forty three. I don't think you're right. It's supposed to be funny. Is that with funny. Hugh Jackman with balls in his? He, he's, <laughs> okay. he's only. He's only. That's only in. It's shorts, it's right? It's a series of shorts. Yeah. Uh, they're just trying so hard to be funny, and it's not funny. When you <laughs> can smell the sweat on your comedy, it's. That's doesn't, true. It's it's not right. Yeah, it's and they're working so hard to try and make these jokes work, and they're just very professional people doing their job. It's just not good. It is just One of my so problems hard is to that watch. I'm a very easy laugh. Mm. So <laughs> some things that are really stupid, I still have enjoy. you watched Bucky Larson? Yeah, and it, I mean, it did make me. I didn't watch the whole thing. That's how bad it was, and it did make me laugh a couple times. But it's also very mean spirited. I really hate that kind of comedy that is like it. Like so much of it is jokes about the size of his genitalia, and it's like that's not to me. That's like the, who. What what point are you making? Like where I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well when you work for me. when you make one whole Punch movie about one weak joke Yeah, exactly. That's it's not that's never good. Or like tropes, like stuff that's entirely based on really tired tropes or that's entirely misogynistic or racist. Like it's just so boring. Mm. And that doesn't do it. Keep for writing me. people. Come on. Re really draft up that script. Yeah. Really, really work at it. Yeah. God. Um, I want to briefly. We have to mention the room in this show, yeah. Uh, which you guys have not seen. Oh, I have. we're going to do an okay. episode. Remember where we right. I watch where it we live? watch it live? Where we record <gasps> me watching it? Yes. What are we going to edit your? Re- I don't remember this. It's on the radio. I might have. <laughs> I have it on a podcast. Maybe, maybe I blacked out. But the <laughs> but the question is: is if a movie is meant to be good, which we're on the fence about the room, mm. but it turns out to be funny, is that a comedic movie? I don't think so. If if it's totally the intentions are missed, uh, there's so many. It might be bad funny, movies. but it's not comedic. Yeah, mm. it's tough because like same with Showgirls, where it is yeah. hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, it but is a lot of the, I think a lot of the humor comes from its earnestness and like how hard everyone in the entire thing is trying so hard, uh, and just like their dedication is really what makes it very funny. Jesus, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's sad though. That makes me sad now. It's rough, but can we go to what you want to do? Yeah, sad. Elizabeth Berkeley has embraced it again, yeah. so it's no longer a sore point. <laughs> that's go. good. Well, all right. Well, to to appease Sonia somewhat, let's move into it. What you watching? Well, you guys. Glad you listeners, asked. Listeners, I'm so glad you asked because mm-hmm. I really didn't want to talk about that anymore because I was sad. <laughs> um, I watched. I think it was this week, although it might have been last. <laughs> week. Don't tell. 
my co-host. Those guys will get upset. Stand-up special that was recently released on Netflix called Nanette by Hannah Gadsby, who is um, she was one of the characters, or she was one of the actors on Please Like Me, which um, folks may have seen on Netflix, which is an amazing series, which you should go watch. Um, Honestly, it made me reevaluate everything I know about stand-up and who I am as a human being. And I have never cried and laughed that much in one sitting. Does it make you want to dust off that old microphone again? Yeah. As someone who has actually done stand-up and used to quite regularly, um, yeah, it it raised a lot of questions and also expressed a lot of things that I feel. So definitely go watch it. So it was good is what you're saying. Oh, it's amazing. Hmm. She's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check this out. Go watch it. Um, So last night, Sonia and I had the... Uh, opportunity to host talkies uh, again with Jane and Pfeiffer, but our um, fearless comrade had fallen, and we went to... He's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) kind of made it sound like Jaden died. R.I.P. Jaden. You were great. It's over. Um, It'll be missed. uh, So we went to do the show instead, and it was so fun. It was called That Darn Cat from 1997, starring Christina Ritchie and Dougie Doug as an FBI agent. And... It was. It was really. It was bonkers. It was nuts, and it It wasn't good. It was not good. But it was funny. It was fun. So, there you go. (laughs) We had a great time. I'm I'm looking up that darn cat right now. And y'all should definitely go. Oh yeah, and the theme song was just (laughs) a ska version where the chorus was that darn cat. Yeah, that's it. I found the poster. It is literally insane. The font tells you a lot. It does (laughs) about what that movie. There's on the poster for this film. There's a cat wearing sunglasses, leaning into the frame, and he, as if to say, the cat. At no point. The cat solves is maybe a crime, a sleuth, sleuth. (laughs) solving a crime. Does it wear sunglasses? No, no, he doesn't. Not even once. That's because cats have notoriously great vision. So that's true. He doesn't need it. Cats have great vision too. I didn't know that. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah. Especially at night. Cats got everything. They're boiled down to their essentials. Yeah, baby. they are. They are killing machines. Yeah. <laughs> Fluffy, adorable. But luckily, they're like I a love foot them so big. Much. So that's my favorite. They they just want to kill everything. So also, I'm cat sitting right now, and that morning, the morning that it happened, my the cat literally barfed in my bed, and so I was living that darn cat. Yeah. In my life. Oh, my whole life is that darn cat. <clears throat> it's rough. Well, that Jared, was, you that's, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, I watched a little movie, a little favorite of mine. It's a, a Will Ferrell gem called Semi Pro. Oh, I was hoping you'd say Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not really a gem. That's I a, like it. oh, it's funny. But there there was a time where Will Ferrell was sort of down, and he did a few movies, mm-hmm. Kicking and Screaming, also very funny. Semi Pro, also very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone should watch Semi Pro about good. Jackie Moon and those uh, Flint, Michigan tropics. Let's get tropical uh no i love that movie and i watched it with child this show and uh she did not care in any way shape or form well, nor did she notice young. you know she's filling out her interest. well i don't know she's 13 months old so she it's time to get it's time to get with it almost a teenager yeah basically yeah basically but she uh assassin you soon semi pros on netflix hmm. uh andre benjamin woody harrelson will ferrell so many good people gotta check it out Woody Harrelson is very funny. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, he is super funny. Like, he, he can really make a movie. That uh. sounds different than I meant. Like, I mean, like, make or break. Like, if a movie was going to break, he might make it. Um, he was in Three Billboards, and that was oh, stank. Right. 
stink. My, my opinions on that film are well recorded on this here radio show. This here. <laughs> on, the, on this here radio show. Live on this here radio show. Well, folks, that's pretty much all the time we have this week. I'd Darn. Like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our, our theme song, Manituna. My co-hosts, thank you, Sean. Thank You're you, so Sonia. You're and everyone so here welcome. at CJTR, and to you, our listeners, the people who tune into this that let us stay on the air. The show is broadcast live Wednesday, 6 p.m., and rebroadcast Friday morning at 9. It's also available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at, at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. Uh, that's all for this week. Thanks a lot, and congratulations to our winner, Trent K. Trent K. Trent K. Trent. See you later. I don't have a sign off. Stay I laughing. To... Stay, stay, <laughs> stay classy. Stay classy. Let's get <laughs> tropical. There we go. Perfect. Great Bye. Bye. Bye.